When you have money, you start investing in your future. When you start investing in your future, you start worrying you'll make mistakes. Oops. When you start worrying you'll make mistakes, you can't sleep at night and watch infomercials. Pick up cat hair, some clothes. When you watch infomercials, you think you can get rich by placing tiny classified ads in newspapers. When you place tiny classified ads in newspapers, you subscribe to those papers to make sure your ad is running. When you subscribe to a bunch of newspapers, they pile up at your house, making it look like you're not home. When you look like you're not home, Girl Scouts don't come to your door. When Girl Scouts don't come to your door, you don't get to buy Girl Scout cookies. Don't miss out on Girl Scout cookies. Get rid of get-rich-quick schemes from infomercials and upgrade to Money Talks. This is Money Talks. I just added quite a bit to my Girl Scout cookie uh, collection there. Yeah, well, you got a whole bunch of of folks to feed. It is, and that's the reason (laughs) I did it. It is uh, definitely the season for Girl Scout cookies. You can't go to a a retail location and uh, grocery stores and all those places and uh, not see a troop of Girl Scouts. Mm-hmm. On the weekend, especially, trying to peddle their wares. That's right. Uh, I know, uh, you know, I've got a daughter that's involved in the Scouts, and she's sold uh, quite a few cookies over the years and still selling strong. Um, I'm eating a few of those. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Her. Right, yeah. They're, it's all I, I've never stuff. been able to not take down the entire box in a day. So <laughs> Yeah, and you live. open it, it's time to go. There's <laughs> something, they've got an, an, an addictive quality to them for yeah. sure. Yeah, there you go. All right, so you're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Jacob Keen and uh, Jarrett McKenzie. And uh, if you wanted to, you can give us a call and you can have us answer your questions on the air. Uh, we have a question hotline. You can reach that at one eight five five four two nine nine one six six. The way it works, you call in, you get our recorded message, you uh, uh, leave your question and whatever else you would like. We play the question on the air and answer your question right behind it. Uh, if you'd rather talk to a human being, you can call us at 770-429-9166. Ask for our radio show uh, producer, Kelly Lynn. She will be happy to get your question to us. Um, and if you don't want to talk to a human being at all, you can just email us, drgene at hensler.com. That's D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S. L-E-R.com. Uh, you can also answer your own questions if you'd like. Go to our website, H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com, and uh, we've got quite a few uh, articles that are posted there. Uh, you can even hear this radio podcast from uh, from the website if you missed a week, which doesn't happen, I'm sure, ever. <laughs> no way. Of course. Um, but uh, if you were to miss one, you can go and find us there. So, uh, guys, we got a, a situation we wanted to talk about this week. Uh, Stacy, a potential client, came to us, said uh, she had invested in target date funds um, in her 401K. It's pretty common practice these days. Um, but she had rolled that out of the 401K plan. It's now in an IRA. And uh, she thought she was doing well as she had spaced out her, her uh, TDFs to, to keep some invested, uh, some invested in growth for longer investments and um, you know, she's got a list of um, different funds. funds yeah. That, yeah, she's got different dates like a Prudential 2025, BlackRock 2030, and a Fidelity 2035. Those numbers indicate uh, her target retirement date, 
So what uh, what works, uh, what happens in these funds is basically it's on a sliding scale. Yeah. As you get closer to your retirement date, you get fewer equities and more bonds. But there's uh, there's a potential problem with that. And I guess, uh, sure. you know, leaving you guys, let's well, talk about it. Well, I think first and foremost, I mean, the reason you'll see target day funds inside a 401k is because if you sign up for a 401k, you don't allocate it. They got to put you in something. Right. Um, so typically what's going to happen is they're going to they're going to put you in whatever target day fund is whatever your estimated retirement is based on your age. And it's usually they'll just use when you become 65. Yeah. Right. So it's the assigned default option. Right. right in the plan. Yeah, and and that's probably a better thing than we saw in the past, where it was just basically a balanced fund, which was like buying a very short-term bond that yielded you somewhere between uh, inflation and less than inflation, which actually doesn't. If you're not beating inflation, you're not even protecting the purchasing power of your your assets that you're saving. So it's target date funds are better than that balanced option we used to see, but they are definitely the default. And it, they sell it as a one-size-fits-all, but it's really not. No, it's no, it's not. And, and there's a there's quite a bit of nuance here. I mean, looking at looking at your typical target date fund, let's say you're in your mid-20s and they're going to throw it. Let's say today you're in your mid-20s, so they'll throw you in, what, a 2065 right. target date fund? Well, if you actually dig into what's in that, typically for someone that's 25 and, you know, 40 years from retirement, we'd want to kind of allocate the portfolio entirely to equities and focus on the equity asset classes that are going to have the highest expected returns. Smaller for instance. Companies smaller companies, emerging market companies, yep. these sorts of things. And when you actually dig into what should be their m- most aggressive allocation, a lot of times those are still going to have some bonds in it. Right. And they're going to still have a bias towards large caps as well. Sure. And then to the other end, let's say you're someone who's in your 60s, right? Yeah. You're gliding down that glide path. They're putting more and more bonds in your portfolio over time. Um What's going to end up happening is if you look at those the tail end of that, where they're taking a lot of it, a lot of times it's it's still being a little too conservative because you'll end up with an allocation that's half bonds or even more than half bonds. When right. in reality, the money that you need mm-hmm. over the next handful of years is nowhere near what they're reserving against that. So I guess it's First, understanding that target date funds are really made for the sort of investor that's going to make one allocation and that's it. You want to allocate your 401k and never look at it again, essentially, which I wouldn't advise for the average investor. In this situation where you're owning multiple different target date funds, that really doesn't make sense to own a 25, a 30, and a 35. It's Even if you're creating a very confusing uh, blend. Yeah, but you know what? A lot of folks take the fact that these are part of uh, of what is being offered through the company 401k. They feel like they're getting diversification by buying multiples, and this is one of those cases where you're really you don't not. Need to do, yeah. The diversified portfolio is already it's, put forth for you in the 2035, say. Right, right. You know, so, and the the uh, if you were to look at target A funds or compare, you know, uh, the the parent companies, you know, whatever their offering is, one of the things that we look at, Troy, is 
you're looking across, you know, multiple different target dates. You want to determine which one's the best, right? Right. You're looking at risk-adjusted returns in, in that instance. And right. Then how do you compare, a, you know, 2035 with a 2040 or one company's target date fund with the other? Well, you're not just going to look for the one with the highest performance because that might be the one that's got more equities than the other one. You right. want to look at how they stack up risk-adjusted. But uh, – Jared, I want to get back to what I said initially, and that when we're talking about being a good ways mm-hmm. from retirement, I mean, we we have a philosophy here that sure. Well, and I think you know the the point you were making a minute ago about you know someone at sixty and maybe five years out from retirement, maybe they've got a, a twenty twenty five fund here like Stacy does. In her case, this was a forty one percent allocated to bonds. That's great. I mean, forty one percent for somebody at sixty, maybe that's appropriate, but maybe it's not based on her liquidity needs. How do we know that that is going to be a, an appropriate or sufficient amount of coverage for her liquidity needs, which really feeds into our investment philosophy here at Hensler, which of course many of you have probably heard us say uh, or use the term ten year rule before, and really what that is is we would rather see uh, your allocation reflective of the liquidity needs that you have. So instead of this being or or your allocation being reflective of when you anticipate uh, retirement actually happening, if you're that close to retirement, it's really more about, okay, you're going to start needing some money from the portfolio soon, and we want to cover up to 10 years potentially of that liquidity so that you don't have to worry about equities and what the stock market's doing uh, to get the money that you need to live off of. And so, you know what, you might run a plan for Stacy here, and it looks like she needs 40% in bonds and 60% in equities based on the 10-year rule, but maybe it shows that she needs 50-50 or Maybe that, that ratio is flipped and it's 60% yeah. bonds. Yeah, know? it could yeah. be more or less. Exactly. Could so be more it, or less. Really, the target date funds are great for that less active investor that is not going to pay attention to things at all. But if you get that close to retirement and, and are still in target date funds, you really need to take a serious look at, you know, is that appropriate based on the amount of liquidity that I need? Because you don't know in five years what the market's going to be doing. And if you don't have an appropriate amount of coverage for your liquidity, that could it could have you really far off from where you need to be going into retirement if you want the safety uh, and and confidence of not having to worry about the stock market. And one of a- the things we didn't talk about at all is she just moved from her 401k plan that would have just a few options to an IRA wherein you can buy individual stocks, you could buy individual bonds. Yep. Uh, basically, the world is your oyster. A lot more flexibility. Right. right. When you move into a, a, a retirement account that's a personal yeah. IRA. And you're not limited to all these fund selections that 401ks and stuff typically are. Yeah. Jacob, I cut you off. You were about to no, say that's something. No, that's what I was going to hit on. You yeah. know, you introduce individual stocks, you get tax loss harvesting, you can start buying higher quality bonds like CDs. Opens, opens your world up entirely. Absolutely. All right, you're listening to Money Talk. Stick around. When we come back, we'll answer some questions from our listeners. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. 
portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.